It is Thursday. I've got to say, I've often said that one of the best things that happened to me on Thursday is, is that I get to enjoy a nice big cup of coffee, which I do every day, but particularly on Thursdays, it's my longest day of the week. I really enjoy them starting off. But it's always a pleasure when I'm able to sit across a beaming smile, Aww. sunshiny eyes. And those are the eyes of Miss Cheyenne Sprouse. How Good are you doing? Good morning. Doing well. I'm jealous of that coffee, though. I should have made a Starbucks run this morning. No, then you would have been late showing up at That's 8.50. <laughs> um, everybody who knows me knows that I'm, I'm just on some things I'm a little particular about. Yeah. One thing is 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 timeliness, and uh, you know a lot of people talk a big game about timeliness. And quite honestly, my wife is uh, habitually the late person, but we're the balance. I'm yeah. the balance person of that relationship because she will always be on the late side, and I'll be on the just a little too early side of things. So I get it, and I'm okay. But I start stressing within that 15 minute window, Cheyenne. We've just, got this. We're I know, pros, I, man. You are pro. You you are, and you know what? You have kids that you know go to school, and you drop them off at a driving age. I get it. Yes. Been there. I understand it. I just you know get a little verklempt. So do you tell the wife like an hour early? You know, you have to be there at four, but it's really five. Where does she know? No, no. I don't have to lie to her about it. She knows she's always going to be late. She knows <laughs> she I'm going to be early, it. so we'll arrive there on time. That's kind of, it's like a cake. It's a balance. It's like a cake mix. Yeah, it is. It is a balance. Um, so I wanted to bring this up, and I love talking to you about this in particular. First off, let me, let me just say, Cheyenne is with <laughs> Redfish Inspections. If, if you, you don't, don't know, know. If you don't already you know. But she's also such a pleasure to talk to and just kind of get and mix it up with a little bit. So I wanted to take this first part. Again, I couldn't ask for a better morning. Um, so thank you for Aww, making my Thursday blush. on that. Blushing. <laughs> and I'm sweating and I turned down the light. So it's not that it's I think it's in. just, yeah, I think it's just everything going. It's so the I, coffee. I told you early on that I wanted you to think of if, if you had any awkward moments of the week. And I think we, we all do. And I'm not making this a regular segment, but something, <laughs> and, and we both agreed that we probably, and, and most people will probably think this, but we both definitely have our fair share of awkward moments yes. during the week. We don't always want to share them, and so maybe there's some that we don't want to share, but I, I wanted to bring it up this week because I thought this one was particularly funny, particularly funny for me and mm -hmm. awkward, and so, I don't have many awkward moments between my wife and I. Married, no, uh, married 30 years, I don't, don't really have many awkward moments, but um, I'm going to preface this by saying there are two types of pain I don't like. One is stomach pain and the other one is teeth pain I, I just can't it doesn't matter how small it is i'm just i, I admit baby. It, i become a big baby <laughs> and, and that and i scream like a girl when i see a bee so not just kidding <laughs> more wasp than bee anyway um but so i go to the dentist um just over last weekend uh, i was just waking up with just real it kind of like felt like a cavity i'm like i'm, oh, I'm 41 fine. how do i have a cavity yeah you know my wife would be like how do you have a cavity because you know you buy all this crap for your teeth there's i mean you've got to have and i'm like well, well obviously not it turns out i go to the dentist and it turns out that um for whatever reason I, i'm grinding my teeth at night hmm. so it's causing like a lot of pressure on this yeah, one TMJ. tooth yeah, I don't know if that's it, but all he did. So I went in there and I go, it feels like when you put a cap on my tooth last year and it was not fitting right. It felt like it was that kind of thing yeah. as well. And he goes, that's exactly what it is. He goes, for whatever reason, your bite changed a little bit. And it could be because you've been grinding your teeth for a week or two. And I'm like, well, maybe that's it. But I've been dealing with this for a week. I am a glutton for punishment. So long story short, he grinds on a teeth and he's like, look, it's, it's all inflamed back there. It's no cavity. It's just, you know, your bite and we'll check it again next week. But... We're going to get get you a prescription. Okay, I'm not a big pill guy. 
But this, again, being a wuss when it comes to teeth pain, I was like, give you know what? Drugs. Give me whatever it is. So I guess just to placate me, he's like, all right, we're going to give you this. And he makes it sound really big and high. But really, it's just Morphine? like. Morphine? It's, no, it's, no. It, I don't even know the name of it. But he made it sound like it was really kind of this big thing, yeah. narcotic thing. But all it is is like amped up ibuprofen. That's all it really Aww. is. Prescription. But nonetheless, it did work. Anyway, so I leave. I. I take the pills and it's starting to work. And a couple days later, so last night, I uh, or yesterday, I get up and I was like, "Yeah, it's, it's not feeling too bad, but I think I'm going to take one one of these pills." So I take these pills, but I I, I left it on the counter because I didn't have any water. I said, "Oh, I'm going to get water," and then I ended up going out to the garage and forgetting about it and just left it on the counter. So last night, my wife walks out to the garage and she's holding a blue pill. <laughs> <laughs> and the first hey, thing she's, she's like, um. What's up with the blue pill? <laughs> and I'm like, and I didn't get it at first. Bang, and I was like, bang, awkward. Bang. Yeah. I was like, awkward. Um, I'm like, well. Uh, but anyway, I told her that. So that was you know, my there was aw- an actual uh, commercial for one of those. And they threw out a website. And I swear to you, it was like, fixmyerection.com. Like, that's the website. Awesome. That's, uh, you Don't know pretend what? like you've never been there. I'm not going to say anything. I do clear my browsers every day. So it's, it's, you'll never know. <laughs> All right, so that was my awkward moment, and again, they're rare between my wife and I. But that was an awkward moment because I was oh, like, "Wow, man. you know," and, and you can't pull off. I don't need a pill because she knows what you need, you know, <laughs> if, if you need it or not. <laughs> so you can't pull that off. Anyway, so your turn, and I made that longer oh, than God, it had no. it to be. But um, uh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow, look at Cheyenne going there. Uh, okay, so mine was yesterday. My morning, I left the house at five o'clock in the morning. I was all over town. You wouldn't know that. Oh, my God. It was, the kids are like, why are we outside? It's still nighttime. I had to drop them off to my mom's. Uh, but I went out to the Har Engage event, which is the big, used to be called Big E. It was the big technology event. So right. it was over there in city center. And uh, was doing some headshots there for Tree Pack. So if you don't know Tree Pack, check it out, guys. They are your, your rallying people for making things to support homeowners and realtors' rights in Texas. And, and they really are. I mean, it's uh, just, just to back this up, I know we're about to get your awkward moment. Just yeah. to back this up. Um, as a new real estate agent, you don't think about it because it uh, you see all the things, but you're like, oh, that's just more money I have to put into it. Because yeah. it does cost money uh, to be a real estate agent. But this thing certainly pays off. Okay, that's enough to talk to you back. Okay. We'll bring that up again. But your awkwardness. Awkwardness is being on four hours of sleep because my sleep schedule screwy and getting up at four o'clock in the morning to be out the door by five. And then we were there until about 2.30, left there and went to a happy hour that ran from four to six. So by the time it was said and done, you know, I'm over 13, 14 hour day. And so at the happy hour last night, there's all these, there's agents and they're popping in and I'm in the middle of a conversation trying to say, uh, talking about something that I love, you know, at the end and everybody's saying bye. Well, this one new realtor that I'm starting to kind of build this relationship with this lady, she's super sweet, but I really don't know her all that well. And, and so I'm saying, I love this thing. And I turned to her and she says, bye to me. I said, I love you too. And she walks out <laughs> and I'm like, I just told this lady that I love her. Okay, this is, wow. I'm going to have to send her So we know how easy Cheyenne is after a full 14, 15 hour day oh and a God, happy hour. Oh my God, I was hour. exhausted. You told her you loved her. I told her I loved her. So hopefully that'll you know equate into an inspection. We'll see. On so, on, we love you all. Yeah, no, I think you made that more personal than it had to be at that point. You said, I love you. I, I've known you for what, three years now? Something like that. I don't know if you've ever said you loved me. I love you. Okay. I have I have much love for you. Yeah, I have much love for you too. Thanks. It's a love fest here. That would be awkward. It would have been more awkward. Well, it's really strange because yeah. she stopped. She's like, 
Okay, well, yeah. have a good night. <laughs> you know, that's a killer of many relationships early on, is just, those three I words. I the love word too soon. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. That would be the post. However, I did have a great, uh, great ending to the day yesterday. Yeah. Um, and I, I posted about this, but had a listing appointment at 6.30, and that's what happens. <gasps> I saw this. I, I, you, know, you know when things are just jiving. When the stars align. Literally, I open the door, or the, the, the client opens the door, and... I hear Frank Sinatra playing, you know, and I'm wearing the, the vest and the cufflinks and all that. And You're I walk in. You're doing the John. Well, okay, I, I'll let you. I'll let you label it that way. <laughs> um, and honestly, you could just tell it clicked from the moment on. He he collected vinyl records. He enjoyed the process. He bought his record player at Sweet Spot, which the owner Nigel is a good friend, um, a longtime friend, and so just all these things were aligning, clicking. That's and, cool. Even so, we went upstairs when I was taking pictures of the house just, you know, for uh, for my records. And he said, oh, you know, look at the vinyl collection. And we, we checked that out. And his wife was with us. And then we walked down the stairs and the wife is behind us. Um, she was turning off the lights and was behind us. And at the bottom of the stairs, she goes, you guys even walk alike down the stairs. And apparently I didn't know this, but apparently I go down at an angle. Like really? people, people uh, walk like, forward. Like a Fred Astaire yeah, kind of do. dancing down the steps. <laughs> Wow. So fancy. So, but apparently, so does he. And she goes, "You two go down the steps, just in opposite, you know, facing, opposite angles. yeah, opposite angles." She That's goes, fun. "You guys are just weird that way." And I was like, "I've never met these people in my life, so you know, you got that click." I was like, "I yeah. got this. This is this is That's exciting. this was made happen." But it was. It was nice to see that. The bad news is these people are are moving away. Aww. I know they're moving back to New Jersey. So, um, but uh, you know, that's the sad part because I think they would totally totally become friends yeah so that's always a good thing that's cool so um we have a couple minutes left and the only in this first part and i kind of wanted to talk about tough decisions what does this have to do with real estate well you know what it'd be nice that way (laughs) but when you're forced into the situation so i think you might appreciate this more only because i know my wife has complained about this Mm -hmm. so maybe and it's and and maybe and i think i think it might be a male female thing i don't really care about haircuts i'm not my hair has been the same and actually my hairstyle except it's just been falling out over the past few years i'm okay with it i accept it there's not much you have to do it should be pretty easy to do now again i've already mentioned i've got some idiosyncrasies but you don't say (laughs) there is i i this is just easy the hair is is easy is easy on me yeah. okay it's just a basic cut it's a number three on the sides and just blend it together and just cut a little off the top because it's shedding on its own so you don't have to do much right i've been going to the same place for eight years my kids have gone there yeah they they know my kids names you know i don't spend a lot of money on haircuts again i refer to the hair itself and i think at the end of the day it should be easy well i the tough decision is this i think i have to leave my my, no, my hair place. But why? Okay, first off, guys generally aren't that loyal to the people in the hair place. Right. It's more about, hey, just don't screw up the, you know, what little I got. That's how I, f- I figure it out. And then after eight years, you shouldn't do it. I just kind of feel that uh, the last visit, and I go maybe every three weeks, the last visit, I kind of felt this, but yesterday was just more for me. Here it is. Okay. I walk in, they know your name, they're like, oh, John, hi, this, and how's your sons, and whatnot. But then they kind of just, oh, go to the new person. Oh, no. Now, I'm a, I, I, look, I'm not cheap by any means, but I, I, I tip well. Yeah. I, I was in the restaurant industry. So at the end of the day, I walk in there, and they're just pointing me off to the new people. 
I am particular. I admit that. I don't want some new person. And then they put me in the position where I have to say yes or no. They go, oh, do you want her? And I'm like, and she's like oh, standing there. Yeah, I don't want to be rude. So <laughs> I don't want to be in that position anymore. Yeah. I think that's awkward. And and she did a fine job. I'm not even knocking her performance. But at yeah. the end of the day, why put me in that position? So I'm going to, I think I'm leaving that haircut place because you shouldn't put me in that position. That's a little dramatic. It, am I being too dramatic? A or, little. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said they were going to be dramatic. Thanks. No. I was trying to look for a win there. That did not happen. All right. I, I, but you I, know what, though? If you go to a new place, you're just going to have to explain it all from scratch. So at least you have the familiarity. <laughs> you know what? It's almost like I have to say that every time anyway. But I guess I just did. I was trying to avoid being awkward. I know. I totally get that, though. I oh, under, now I, you're just I, trying I to make me feel better. No, really. <laughs> But see, that's what I'm saying. With women, don't you, like my wife will come and she goes to this person and she'll, she, she'll go, I have to find a new hair person because, you know, yeah. she's messing it up now and she was doing great and she's too inconsistent. So that's okay. But for me, you're telling me that I'm just being too dramatic because I'm see, being put in a uh, socially awkward position. I think I, I think I end up on the dude scale on that when it comes to my hair. Because I'm the person that walks in. I've gone to TNT for years, but I always get a different person. I can't remember their name. And I normally say, here's 10 different pictures of 10 different styles and colors. Pick one. And I just let them do their thing. That is no way near a dude thing. No, I just, whatever. You pick it. It's fine. No, no, you just gave them 10 pictures and said, I want to look like this. You pick the one you want me to look like. Oh, I mean, it narrows it down for them. It'd be like you going in there (laughs) and telling them. 10 is narrowing it down? Yes. You're worse than my wife. (laughs) (laughs) I give them some some options. Hmm. But I don't really have a preference on which one. So... That would be tough decision one then is yeah. do I leave them uh, and leave my comfort zone? Because really they pushed me out of my comfort zone yeah. by making me pick Well, there's new no people. growth, you know. Well, there's, there's no growth up here either, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, I think at this point we should probably wind this segment down, but there are more tough decisions out there. I yeah. want to see if you've had to make any tough decisions so far this week because it is Thursday. Okay. This is your socially awkward host, John Wilkinson, mm-hmm. and we are here with the beaming as always the wonderful marketing maven of redfish inspections miss cheyenne sprouse good morning morning thanks for still being here and getting through that uh haven't lost me yet yeah and (laughs) you know what that's you know people saying what the hell does this have to do with real estate but at the end of the day i just enjoy talking to cheyenne about things and there's certain people you talk to and you just share some things yeah granted we're sharing it with probably more people than we should at this moment and many people Forty thousand listeners that if not more if not more more, worldwide at that (laughs) all right so cheyenne's here um like i said she is the marketing maven for redfish inspections and what i love about what cheyenne does like everybody knows cheyenne for 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 good or bad of it everybody knows cheyenne it's all good good, i'm sure um for me it's all good i I certainly i've i always smile when i see you but you bring a lot to the community and, and, and mostly the community of real estate agents in the terms of what you do. I mean, that's, I try. that's, that's a lifeline. It's kind of the, the, it's, it's not so much just about recognition of redfish. It's also about being part of the real estate mm-hmm. community here. And you do a lot of things. I know you, you recently had a, um, held a class on mold. We did. And I thought that was fantastic. Fun. Mold is fun. Yeah. That's, that's Cheyenne's thing. But you know what's funny is you're the type of person that makes it fun. But you offer classes for realtors in a lot of ways. So you have anything coming up and kind of talk to me uh, about Well, I've got several and they're kind of off the wall. But so realtors like are always, yeah, realtors are always looking for kind of neat closing gifts to give to their clients. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of them like to get real creative and a lot of the times they don't have the time for it. So two classes that I have coming up, uh, one is with... Um, 
it's going to be a wreath making class. So November 28th, if you want to come and learn how to make the little fancy wreaths that you see online, you know, rather than spending 100 bucks, you can spend 40 get all the materials. When was, what was that date? November 28th. Okay. So it's $40 for the class. It includes all your materials, some food, some drinks, and we're just going to have fun and learn how to make some wreaths. So, And then I have another one in the pipeline working on dates, but it's called Silhouette, you bet. <laughs> so that's for everybody who has a cricket uh, and a silhouette, and they want to learn how to make vinyl stickers or shirts or cups or any of those things that can make really specialized creative gifts for their buyers or just for themselves. Hmm. So, you know, we do the fun, the CE classes and all that, but we like to do a lot of enrichment things. So, And you do. I mean, you've done, you've done um, uh, what was the thing where you guys did the tour of Houston there? Yeah, did we did that? the Hidden Houston tour. Yeah, I thought that was fun. We talked about that. We yeah. talked, I think we also talked about maybe doing a scavenger hunt at that point. Yes. We might be able to do something about that. Well, and we have, so coming up, starting November the 1st, we want everybody to be involved on this one. We're calling it the NRL Poker Crawl. And what that's going to be is you're going to stop by three brick-and-mortar locations. So NRL Mortgage in Leak City. Um, there's us here. And then there's one more. And don't hate me because I don't remember what the other one is. Oh, no, I do. It's Alamo Title. So Alamo Title with Richard Ainsworth. So at each of those locations, you'll stop by. You'll get two cards. Wait, what are the three? You got here at the studio. There's here at the studio. Uh, and then NRL Mortgage. Right. And then Alamo Title. Okay. And so you get two playing cards. So you'll end up uh, two, four, six cards. And then on November the 15th, we're actually going to have a happy hour. You come and collect your last card. And then whoever has the best hand, we've got three different levels of prizes. Uh, first level is 1500 bucks. The second level is 1000 And the third is 500 And our goal for what you guys do with that money is we want you to adopt a local family for Christmas. So, you know, it kind of does some neat marketing for you because you can play on the, hey, we've helped build our community. We're helping support it. Um, and of course, we're just going to have a fun time. That that is kind of the key, and that's one thing I really do like about uh, what I've noticed about the the established and very serious, very um, in terms of seriously committed to the industry people, like uh, the people in Redfish or and a lot of real estate agents and and mortgage lenders. They always want to give back to the the communities that they're in, and mm-hmm. you, you kind of you guys have been a big part of that. Um, you've given back through all your actions on that. So I thought that was fantastic to have there. Thanks. Um, another thing you do is offer a lot of headshots. I do uh, a lot of headshots. <laughs> you do. And um, I keep saying one day, not that it's any pleasure for you, but I keep saying one day. You're already I'm grimacing be, while you're thinking about this I'm, notion. I'm, I'm brave. One day I'll be brave enough to get in front of your camera. <laughs> I, I've done it once, but you know, begrudgingly. I, yeah. Um, and, uh, um, Boy, that almost opens the doors to more awkward moments that we could talk about. <laughs> um, nonetheless, um, but your quality is fantastic. Thank you. It's not, it's, I mean, I see her setting up, folks. When she plans them here at the studio, my office is right next to where she sets up. And she, you know, she may show up 10 minutes before my show, but for her headshot, she shows up. An hour. Uh, <laughs> easily, easily. And she sets up and it's it's very professional. So keep an eye out um, for any of those. I would go to the Redfish Inspections webpage because that's where you kind of post. Mainly our Facebook page. So our we've got our website that's sort of you can go through and do your booking for your inspections right, and all that. Right, that's for the inspection part. Yeah, so come to our Facebook page. Uh, right now we've got one working for January, possibly November, towards the end of November, but we'll see. But January for sure, we've got one coming up. 
I think like I, I keep, every time we talk about pictures, I always say, you know, one day I'm just going to have to give you some money and just you just follow me around because yeah. if I pose, those are the world's <laughs> worst pictures um, that you can ever have. There are people who can pull it off like that's why they're models. Oh, yeah. They can just well, all these Instagrammers. That. Have you seen like the Instagram husband post? You know what it's like to be the husband of, of a chick that's on Instagram all the time? No. And yeah, he's got to learn all the, the neat tricks and the angles and the how to like the pose the food and the wife and. Bless their hearts. You, you know, know what? You know, so yesterday at, at, at Engage, they had a speaker there that he wrote a book about click funnels and blah, 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 blah. But he had two people that followed him around that were his social media people. And they were constantly, they had a phone and they were recording the guy's conversations and they were shooting creative angles. And I'm like, it's got to be so strange just to have somebody consciously like, you know, that they're there, but trying to pretend that they're not there, but still be cool. It, so. it completely makes sense to me because I I don't do selfies, but I made the mistake of taking one this past week. Again, another awkward moment we can talk about. <laughs> and I it's it you can there's certain people that can pull it off. Yeah. I'm I'm envious of those people. But not only do I feel awkward or look awkward in the picture, but I feel awkward taking the picture. Yeah. I'm not that type of guy. And of course, the one time I try it, it gets pointed out. <laughs> and uh, John, are you doing a selfie? Well, they, I mean, and I'm surprised that I mean, I just don't do it. So needless yeah. to say, I'm never doing it again. But I, that's why I totally see. That's why I man. said you got to own it. No, no, I, I'd rather pay someone to own it and <laughs> and follow me around. It's not that I I can do that. I'm just saying. Yeah. There's better use of my money. But I am thinking that one day with you, I just just say, hey, we'll do that. Let's do stuff today. Let's here and and, and I'm, I'm paying for your day. Of course, that's be a day off. Just need coffee. Just feed me coffee. Oh, you are cheap. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an isolated uh, sound there. Um, <laughs> So one of the things, first off, I want to ask you, do you guys do the Angie's List thing? No, you know, I think we're listed on there, but we don't pay. All of these, like, Yelp, I don't know if you get Yelp. Yelp calls me like five or six times a day trying to get me on there. So we don't do the Angie's List. We don't do the Yelp. We're listed, but we don't pay for to be listed. That makes any sense. Yeah, and and again, I'm not sure how they make money, but you're listed on there. So, do you get reviews or anything? Or mm-hmm. no? Okay. Yeah, we get reviews. Okay. Get and the reason reviews. I bring that up is I came across a list on Angie's list called the top ten things you don't know about your Texas home inspector. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. And I don't know if they're true or not. So I thought it'd be a great thing when when Will ends up coming in, um, and he can verify what we know and yeah, don't know. exactly. So I can so then we can get on <laughs> track of the home inspection. Yeah. But I will tell you the the, the first. The first half of this has been a joy because it's just been you and I just talking like we do normally. We're just shooting the breeze. Yeah. And I, and I do enjoy that part. Trust me. With Cheyenne, we can go in after the show and sit in the office if she wasn't working or, you know, whatever it was. And we would just sit there and talk for another hour yeah. um, about random stuff. Sometimes I'd be blushing, of course. But uh, that is when you talk with Cheyenne. She's, mm-hmm. That's the one thing about Cheyenne. She comes off this sweet, but you could tell she's got this fire. <laughs> If you don't know her, she's got, you don't want to get on the wrong side of that fire. Like, it's fun being on the same side as her fire because then you get to see other people experience yeah. your fire. They call me Little Fury. I like that. Little Fury. <laughs> Little Fury. Yeah, we live like door to a guy that used to be a professional boxer. So he's got nicknames for all of us. I wonder why he has nicknames for you. Because I'm smoky. Because what? You should see what he calls my kids. I don't know if I can say it. It's in Spanish. Try. No, it's bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I get. Isn't the rule if you don't understand it, then it's okay it's to say? Yeah, I, I think that's that would be the rule. Um, all right, little fury. 
I like. Is that what he calls you? Or oh no? yeah, yeah. I like that a little mm-hmm. bit. I can see that. I can see you being feisty. Mm-hmm. Even just now. I'm gonna take on Ronda Rousey next time she comes to town. I'm down. I can see that. Oh, that would be. <laughs> I would. That would be cool. Now I did see. Um, before we went to break here, I did see on Facebook. Uh, like you said, uh, real quick, give me like a minute rundown. Okay. Will you be able to tell me in a minute? What is this Facebook 360 thing going on? Do okay, you- so it's a new iPhone app. Okay. And you can download it and make 360 photos. And I've seen some good ones and I've seen some crappy ones. I had one done yesterday that it didn't didn't quite stitch correctly. Gotcha. I was hanging out with Kelso with Oh, uh, that's Fairway. right. Yeah, I did see that one. Yeah, but then I saw one of a dog last night that was pretty amazing. So it's just adding to their whole augmented reality. They're trying to boost what they do. So it's cool. They do? No. All right. So I download the app. Mm-hmm. And it's on my iPhone. Yep. But it's not on Android. Oh, yeah. You can view it on Android, but I mean, don't hate. One day. Okay. All right. Well, I will tell you what, folks. Is Will here? Send him in, and then we'll go to commercial right after that. Just, oh, he went. He went to the little boy's room. You know what? He's supposed to do that before he checks in. That would be good. You know what? He went TT. TT. He went TT. I never had it. I'm from New York. We don't use. Words like TT um, for that anyway. Um, so this Facebook 360, I'm going to uh, download this app, and I've seen this thing. Now, honestly, on Facebook, my first impression was I'm getting seasick. Yeah. Because <laughs> what it does, it basically keeps one picture in place, but then the background kind of moves or... Say, kind of, yes. <sighs> All right. Well, we'll have to get more into that. Maybe this it's is a perspective we, thing. Yeah, we got to spend the next hour on that. That can't happen. Oh, but okay. after the show, we can certainly do that. Yeah. Well, it looks like our uh, our illustrious friend Will is in the building, which is good to have him here, so we can talk a little bit more about inspections. Um, if you're just joining us, we've been having a great time with Cheyenne uh, from Redfish Inspections, talking about. A lot of things, a little not everything. yeah, a little bit of everything, <laughs> uh, not about inspections until the latter part. But again, I want to remind you, we did learn that there will be a wreath making class coming up, yes, as well as if you use a cricket, cricket or a silhouette, silhouette. Yep. you'll learn how to make those shapes and stuff. Which I'll be honest, I bought my wife one two years ago, and I use it more than her, yeah, um, only because, and I've only used it on like, on your fancy yeah, computer that I have to redo now anyway. Um, just because it's peeling off a little ah. bit. And I'm going to change colors a little bit. But uh, so Will is here and he's kind of studying. So, Will, why don't you come on in, Will? And uh, we'll get Will settled in a little bit. Hey, buddy. Hey. Welcome. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hi. Look, he's got to hug everybody. Get, go ahead. We've got your theme song playing. So go ahead and settle in and make sure you can hear us a little bit. Can you hear us? <laughs> that's, that's the Will song. I just So Will is here, and uh, so you made it. I did. You survived the... Uh, donuts with Dads, Donuts right? yes. with Dads. Yeah, it's uh, the next to last Donuts with Dads for me. They do more than one a year? No, but oh, my last child is... It, he only has two years left there, so... So you got two years of Donuts with Dads left? Yeah. Well, one more year after. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's okay. There'll be something else with dads, and it won't be donuts. At this point, do we really need a lot of do- I know you guys have a favorite donut place anyway. Yes, and we so, go there every Saturday exactly. or no, on, a, on a regular basis, yeah. not every Saturday. Saying, I haven't Boy, seen donuts any donut posts Saturday. lately. Yeah, it, yeah. it used to be every Saturday. And what's the name of that place? I don't mind plugging them because you're such a big fan of them. Oh, yeah, it's the Donut Shop, but with two Ps and an E at the end of shop. Yes, Shoppy. Donut Shoppy. So if you come across the Donut Shop and it only has one P... 
That's not, not Don't it. go to it's that not one. It. Not legit. Yeah, no. that, that's not the legit one. Now, if one. you go in and you really want to make sure you're in the right place, just start speaking French. The baker will come out and speak French to you. Oh, so have to learn a go. couple of terms. That's yeah. right, folks. If you don't know Will, whenever he's on the show, it becomes the international show. <laughs> Wait, how do you say donuts are life in, in French? Donuts are live? Life. 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 Uh, les donuts sont la vie. Les donuts sont la vie. Good. Ooh, hey, right. the accent's in and everything. I know. And, and she does the eyes, and you know, I like it. It was pretty good. Wow. She gets a little hard at the end. So, folks, Will is the owner of Redfish Inspections, um, the fearless leader, but certainly uh, it feels a very, you know, uh, part of the team that he's created there at Redfish. And, Will, you just came back from one of my favorite places. I would say I was raised there. Um, Miami, right? Or did you, you flew close. out of Miami. No, Fort Lauderdale. So Fort Lauderdale. Close. close. I mean, yeah. really 30 minutes away yeah. from northern Miami mm-hmm. there. So you went there for work this time? It's always work when I leave. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I know you throw it in there, so it's a tax write-off, but no, just kidding. Um, now, th- this was my this quarterly was mastermind meeting. So, got together with a bunch of other companies from throughout the U.S. and Canada and Ireland. Uh, I think I don't think we have an Australian member anymore, but yeah. we even had someone from Australia. Down Under went Down Under. Yep. I wonder why they back out of that. I don't know. Well, it gets expensive, and, and it's a long trip. I mean, yeah. our, we have uh, friends in our group that are from Alaska, and it's, you know, it a one-day like meeting day. Is a, turns into a three-day trip yeah. for them. So, yeah. So this is quarterly. Yes. You have people from all over the world show up. Is it always in Fort Lauderdale? or no. it Because I thought last time it was someplace different. Yeah, so. the last time we were in Fort Lauderdale was, um, was four or five years ago. Which coincided in me being gone during my wife's birthday. So I got the group to sing happy birthday for her again. Nice. Yeah. It was nice. Mm-hmm. But he makes a sweet husband, right? I'm sure his wife is just – I've seen her posts, and it totally love fest going on so there. It's gushy. That, it is, it's a gushy thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's certainly – I and you know what? I, I I guess I'm jealous in a way, but you know, uh, again, I've been married 30 years, and you uh, just you, throw pills up on the countertop yeah, and think. Yeah, it's I, just <laughs> throw, I throw blue pills up on the counter and just that's that's terrible. <laughs> that's awful. Um, no, boy. that's the life of Facebook. Don't believe everything you see on Facebook. No. Although we do have a very happy marriage. No, and that's it. it, it I will tell you, it's 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 again not that you're throwing everything out there on Facebook about your your your. Private life. Yeah, your private life. Yeah. But but I do notice that it's just kind of it's nice to see. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. I mean it's it's always nice to nice to be out there and see that happening. All right. So I I was telling this to Cheyenne and I wanted to wait for you this. And I came across uh, uh, something from Angie's list called the Ten Things You Don't Know About Your Um Texas Home Inspector. Oh, I don't know if they're true or not. They probably are. Well, to a I, I don't extent. know. Maybe they didn't we'll make sense to me. We'll debunk some of the myths. Yeah. So, uh, but maybe they are true, and you can explain them a little bit. Sure. All right. So I'm kind of – sometimes it'll take a little bit. Sometimes it won't. But So here, here's the one that it makes sense to me, but I thought it was important because you're here. Home inspectors in Texas are not required to have any home construction experience. Now, that's true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. But with you – it's I not do. so true. You do have experience. Um, but the reality is you, d- you need to be licensed in Texas. So it doesn't matter what kind of background you have. And uh, some of my best inspectors don't have construction backgrounds. 
Right. And, and they one, just they benefit from your knowledge as they continue to learn yep. yeah, on that. And mm-hmm. it is very helpful, folks, even as a real estate agent. I, I got to tell you, there are very few people I can call when I have questions about um, things going on in a house. And Will is one of those people just uh, just on a, a friend basis that I can bounce things off of. And he'll he'll tell me about it because of his construction mm-hmm. knowledge and uh I'll tell Definitely you, it's kind of creepy. That. There's some states you don't even have to have a license to be a home inspector in. Yeah, and they're they're starting to change that. They're yeah, they want. Well, and, and th- this kind of addresses that too. One of these things here. Mm-hmm. So this next question or this next statement of fact that they said that we didn't know: your Texas home inspector is not required to know the building code. That could be misleading, but that's exactly it's not a code enforcement thing. So you want to explain that a little? It's uh, it's 100 percent right. So um, the idea is we're, we have a standard of practice that we have to follow, and that standard of practice is based on many things. It can be based on code. It can be based on manufacturer specs. It's based on many things, and mm-hmm. just a lot of inspector experience who came up and decided, hey, we're going to create a standard of practice, uh, which is the minimum. Um, but, and this is in the home inspection world, is it's always going to be a debate. Should I know code or not? My opinion is absolutely. If you know code, then you know what the minimum construction standards are, and it makes you ultimately a better inspector. And, and, and I, I agree with that because really at the end of the day, the building codes are more about the um, structural integrity and safety of a building and the more an inspector knows about them doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you have to enforce them or flag them it yep. just means you know how they work together yep. with things and can help mm-hmm. a home buyer understand and it. to just clarify that because some people will say well is this up to code and and i can tell them if it's up to code or not but i'm not because i'm not a code enforcer and the challenge that we face as home inspectors in texas is that we have to know the code but we can't quote the code because we're not icc certified uh, and so we're always walking that fine line, and uh, and so we're just going to write a report that's up to today's standards, even though the house is 50 years old. Well, 50 years ago, the code was completely different than it is today. So that's why we can't really quote code on a 50-year-old house with today's codes. It's not fair to the sellers, not fair to the house, right. not fair to the buyers. And we've had this conversation. Yeah. We we can't – you can't expect – homeowners to update their homes to current codes no. every time they change because mm-hmm. they can change what every four years i think or did you say three years mm-hmm. four years every yeah three years yeah, yeah. and uh it, knowing that bit of information it, it arms you as the listing agent to say this is a code thing that doesn't need to be changed mm-hmm. until equipment fails on it or whatever it may be whatever the circumstance may be so you you have no right to really expect that if it's not working yes but if it's working Got to pay attention to that. And that's yep. just my opinion yep. as a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. So we will put a note in the report just so the buyers know, hey, right. this is how it used to be. Today is different. And you can choose to change it once you move in if you'd like. And you're not going to scare people. That's the key here. Mm-hmm. You're going to inform them. All right. So this has come up often. And there's the, the easiest way to say it is, is that um, I think everybody who hires a home inspector – believes that the Texas inspectors uh, rip open walls and they're in Texas home and, and they, sp- they find every little thing and they'll point all this stuff. And, the, and, and if you're a seller, you think that's a negative. And if you're a buyer, you're like, that's the, what you want. But really the statement, the question, the, the statement is your Texas home inspector is not going to look at everything in the house. That's a, an interesting way to 
phrase that. Um, and, and I have to agree and disagree. Exactly. <clears throat> and so I think a better way to say is that your inspector is not going to find 100% of all deficiencies in a house. I like that. It's just impossible. And so we're really there to find the, uh, the expensive, dangerous items, safety hazards, um, because ultimately that's what the client wants to know because if your AC is going to fail, you know, a week after you move in the house, not that we have a crystal ball, we can't tell anybody if the AC is going to fail, but to let them know, Hey, it's on its last leg. You might want to get it serviced and you might want to budget to replace it. Um, then, you know, it's a lot better than, you know, walking around, not saying anything about that because it was working. Mm-hmm. You you probably throw the cosmetic aspect in there too. There's a lot of people that go into a home inspection and they start paint, pointing out paint or nicks or something like yeah. that and that's not what it's about. No, it really isn't. It's about finding the big deficiencies. All right. And, and, and you know, I, I'll tell you just again, we've been over this since we've, you've been on the show and we've talked about this a lot in one way or another. At the end of the day, you, you, you want an inspector that's going to identify problems but you want them to be able to clearly identify the costly, critical, and hazardous things that you really Absolutely. should be looking at it. So those are the kind of things. I mean, barring having some fancy x-ray machine, we're not even talking thermal, x-ray so you can see behind every wall. I wish I had that. Yeah. Home inspectors are not going to be able to check. They don't up panels on AC units. You know, yep. uh, They just don't because that's not their role their mm-hmm. role is to identify potential problems and actual that are just there in front of you that you may not know so yeah and the challenging part for us is because we're not specialists um, like in the HVAC world so on your AC system we're not allowed to place gauges on it we cannot open up the AC unit you mm-hmm. know we just can't go to the depths of of an investigation that an AC tech can do it so we've got visual cues or clues that we're looking at to see, okay, something's going on with this AC. I can't tell you exactly what the problem is, but do get it checked out by the specialist. And that's really what you want. It's identifying the potential yep. issues. There may not be an issue. Um, I mean, yep. I, we've had it a couple times uh-huh. where they'll, you know, you'll check air differentials mm-hmm. in certain places um, and we'll say, hey, there's an issue there. Yep. And they get it checked out by the AC company. AC company says, no, there's not. And here's the numbers because mm-hmm. we check inside the unit exactly. and do this. And we'll be the first one. Then it's working fine. We're yep. just telling you there potentially could be a problem. And exactly. that's what I really appreciate about um, the inspections that you do, by the way. So, um, and again, you're going to get an honest opinion about it. It's mm-hmm. uh, and it's and and he has the building experience, so he kind of understands uh, what's going what's going on with that. So, one of the questions I want you to ponder: Your home inspector is not required to carry liability insurance. Now, I'm just going to throw this out, just so you don't have to redo it. They are required to. To carry professional liability. Yes. All right, so what's going on? All right, so there are two differences between professional liability and general liability. Um, so, yes, in Texas, we are required to carry professional, which is called ENO, errors and emissions, um, and to the minimum of $100,000. And that's, you can't renew your license, you can't get your license until you actually give proof of insurance. Okay. But the general liability, um, so the ENO, that professional liability covers the inspector. If he misses something or she misses something or um, says something that's wrong, 
um, and then someone decides to go after them. So that insurance will cover them. The general liability, uh, the difference is that covers the public pretty much. So like if they step through the ceiling and they hurt someone down there or they hurt themselves, and that that's the insurance that's going to cover them. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's kind of important to know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that there's a requirement to have that, at least. The, for the professional. For the professional, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, basically, if the inspector damages the seller's property and the inspector's not insured. Oh, he's going to pay out of pocket. All right. Well, yeah, the seller can go after them, though. I mean. Yeah. 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 Just, I mean, but. unfortunately, we've stepped through a couple ceilings over the, over the years. I mean, you're not going to use your insurance to fix that. It's going to be 300 bucks to get it fixed. Right. Um, so, I mean, we're talking about like big. Uh, here's an example that I've seen, um, and I don't know who did it, but um, you had a car in the garage, a nice little Porsche. And the guy operated the garage door and the whole thing fell on the on the car. Oh, wow. And so that's when the general liability would kick in right. and cover fixing up the seller's car. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> okay, that is a big thing. Uh-huh. Um, this next one I don't know if I'm going to dive into just because the mere fact that they put it this way. Your Texas home inspector is not omnipotent. Why would that even be the top 10 things you didn't know? I didn't know that you were... Omnipotent. So everywhere? Everywhere. Uh, <laughs> it just says many aspects of the house property upon which it is cited do not fall under the purview of the home inspector. I don't even understand why that would be on this list. So we're getting pretty close to being omnipotent with our team approach. Oh. Hey. There we go. Answer it. So, yes. We are everywhere. <laughs> and how is that being so? Because you on-site sewage. Uh, uh, more eyes on the property. Just yeah, kind it's of a more eyes on the property. I think maybe what they're referring to is we're not going to see everything at the same time. So I guess one of the examples that we find on a regular basis is your your master shower doesn't have a proper shower liner. Um, and so... And sometimes um, the shower is actually going to leak, and the only way that we find out is either through infrared scanning of the walls and ceilings after we operate the shower, or we go on the outside and we actually see the water seeping in between the foundation and the brick veneer. And so we know because we have one guy on the outside while the other person is on the inside, and we often find that issue that way. So I guess we're omnipotent. 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 Yeah, I had to practice that word this morning several times. So, I don't know. That That is a weird one. Not impotent. We don't ever want to say your inspectors no. are impotent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, here's one. Uh, your Texas home inspector may not be licensed. That's wrong. Just, oh. I know, but that's what see. But I think what they were pointing in fact is, is that your home can be inspected by an engineer. Well, engineers well, are so licensed they're not licensed as a Texas inspector. Correct. Here's the downfall that I feel, and just you can go into this for me. If you're an engineer, you can then inspect a home. Yes. But you can be an engineer in like a chemical engineer and be able to do that. Uh, I don't believe so. I believe you have to be a professional engineer. And okay. but and not even structural. I'll have to go back and check that. Because that's what I, I've had people that are engineers yeah. saying, we've done that. I've checked my house. I don't care what your inspector says. I've checked. And it turns out they're like a chemical engineer. Yeah. They're, they're calling different. themselves an engineer. But this says, engineers are allowed to inspect houses in the state of Texas without a license. Mm-hmm. It matters not if they're trained to design bowling balls 
or bras and know nothing of structures. Yeah. It, I was like, that, what? Yeah, that could be right. I, it's one of those loopholes or basically in order to get your license. So either you're an engineer or you're an architect and you don't have to go through the whole schooling in order to you know, inspect and get paid to inspect. The truth of the matter is you can be a structural engineer even, but you're not trained in the residential no. aspect of it. So... Uh, I, and I love I love engineers. I know plenty of them, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and count them as friends and clients. But I will tell you that there are engineers out there that say, you know what, on site, I'll, I'll you know give me a hundred dollars, I'll go and inspect your house. And again, I'm wow. not so sure I'm confident about a guy who may be designing bowling balls or bras to be. Yeah, clarifying what we need to watch out for. Mm-hmm. And if it worst case, they might even be overly cautious. Yeah. I'll tell you, you know, so me being a builder or having a builder's background, um, I tried to go in a house and help a friend out, like inspect it. And it was a terrible idea because I didn't and I hadn't been in the industry yet in the, in the inspection industry yet. But I knew how to build it, but I didn't know how to see the signs of failure. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so that's what the home inspection school teaches you. You know, you, And over the years, you, you learn more um, how to see things. Um, but the inspection school teaches you a way of inspecting and what to look for and the clues and things like that, that an engineer or a builder would not necessarily have. So yes, we are impressed you're an engineer, but we're not going to hire you to inspect our house unless Hopefully not. that's what you're, I mean, you can be an engineer and inspect houses, but like I said, unless you're really suited in that area. Last one, your Texas home inspector may be inexperienced. And that's 100% true. <laughs> and that is true. So, And what makes that okay? What makes what okay? Being that, inexperienced. No, okay. well, that's not necessarily okay. Yeah, you it's just, not necessarily. It's, it, you well, can you're going to be a newbie. So you're going to be a newbie just like yeah. anybody went through it. Exactly. And so, No matter what business you're in. So that's, that's the big debate between the states that license their inspectors and that don't. And they have the same argument, but in their favor, pretty much, that says, well, if you're an inspector, if you're licensed, then anybody with zero construction background can become an inspector. And so they can be newbie, not know anything about construction, and they'll, they'll be an inspector. But the opposite is true as well. You're in an unlicensed state. Anybody can start inspecting a house without, without any training of being a home inspector. So uh, you've got to start somewhere. Yeah, and, and that's the good thing about what you do, Will. I know you bring people on, and you have a very hands-on approach. So mm-hmm. they're back. That's why the team thing is also a good thing is yeah. you have someone with experience, and you build that throughout the mm-hmm. team. So that answers that. I may have skipped one or two, but that's the end of There's our show. Difference. Interested in home inspection? Want to find out more about Redfish Inspections? www.redfishinspections.com. Always a pleasure having the Miss Cheyenne. And even Will, you coming in late, love having you. Thank you for having us. All right, folks. Have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. Bye.